It's Wednesday morning. <laughs> what happened last night? Anybody want to explain this to me? If you woke up this morning, you had the Lakers. If you stayed up to watch this game, I can assure you, you're probably, probably not a fan of Tyler Harrow. Yesterday, we had two bets going. Uh, we had the Lakers minus four and a half for the first half. Some people got this at four. I had it at four and a half. It didn't really matter. The amount of layups, missed shots the Lakers missed in the end of the first half between LeBron, uh, I think Rondo missed a couple layups. LeBron missed a layup at one point. He spent he put more effort into his theatrics to draw a foul than he did to actually make the layup. The Lakers were down, I want to say five, four to five points at one point. Brought it back with about two minutes left. They get tie the game. Anthony, Day, they throw a ball out of bounds. Trying to throw a dump down past Anthony Davis. It wasn't even close. Throw the ball out of bounds. Somehow get a turnover out of Miami. Come back down the floor. Rondo misses a layup. LeBron misses a layup. Rondo misses another layup. Anthony Davis missed. It was just the last two minutes was some of the worst shooting I've ever seen in an NBA game. They, they could have easily, not even with difficult shots, easily, the Lakers could have went on a 10-0 run and easily covered this four, four and a half points in the first half. And it didn't happen. Part of the reason it didn't happen was I believe they were up four. Because the, the half ended at 49-47. So they're up four points. There is around 10 seconds left. Miami throws up a shot, misses. Nobody from L.A. really goes for the layup. It falls into Harrow's hands. He just grabs the ball from about six feet, turns and throws it up onto the rim. Ball goes in. And then the Lakers inbound the ball, don't really put any effort into scoring at the end of the quarter. There's only, I think, three seconds, two seconds left on the clock at that point. So Harrell crushed any dreams at the very end on top of the Lakers' poor shooting. And by shooting, I mean missed layups. Harrell crushed any of those dreams for us to cover that four and a half in the first half, which is disappointing. Took a big hit there. I had two units on that. I really, I really anticipated a better showing of the Lakers. Thought to be more aggressive. Thought they'd play better. At the end of the game, I did not have this bat, but we got to, we can talk about it. Harrow continues to ruin betters' hopes and dreams. The game was, I believe, minus seven and a half. The Lakers, the Lakers hit a shot. If the clock runs out, it's game over. Everybody who has the Lakers minus seven or seven and a half gets paid. Tyler Harrow comes down with two seconds left. Chucks up a three. And bang, in the bucket, while you were celebrating your seven-point, seven-and-a-half-point cover, Tyler Harrow said, hold my beer, watch this. So if you had the heat, you covered. Tyler Harrow hit a three with about two seconds left to end all the hopes and dreams of covering for that on that side, too. So Tyler Harrow, he ruined the night for a lot of betters last night, or he uh, he helped a lot of betters last night. We don't, we don't know. I'm sure there's people on both sides of that. I was a little shocked by it anyway. I was a little shocked by this. Because I had a lot of confidence in that pick. Even though I don't watch a ton of NBA, I followed it enough that I really, I had a lot of confidence in this. Our other pick yesterday was the A's over four and a half. This pick also shocked me as well. Uh, Valdez on the mound for Houston. He has a 3.57 ERA going into this game for the regular season. We needed five runs out of the A's. We got two. We needed five to cover the four and a half. We got two. Valdez went out. He didn't look dominant he had he only had four strikeouts through seven innings pitch but what he did have was a ton of ground ball outs the hey the a's just struggled to 
get the ball out of the infield. A lot of ground ball outs. They did hit two home runs, but they didn't cover this four and a half. And for whatever reason, Houston's bullpen has looked unbelievably better in the postseason than it has during the regular season. So if you had the A's there, again, I apologize. I went 0 for 2 last night. That's betting, I guess. The best we can hope is we continue to do our homework and maybe down the road we get a hot streak, which could start tonight. Let's talk about tonight. I do have two plays for you tonight. I'm not touching the NBA game. I just, not a fan. I looked at the over for this game, tried to figure out if it was really worth it. Uh, The last four games, the two teams have combined for, uh, last night's 198. Then they've combined for 219, 238, 214. I believe the over-under tonight is 217. If you wanted to take one or the other, there's not really a trend there. But if I had to guess, it probably being down, well, I think the heater down 3-1, they probably probably force the issue, force the pace. I, I would say the over, if anything. I was going to bet anything, but that's tough. That's, that's tough. I, I don't know if I would even touch it tonight. Because uh, at the same time, the opposite could happen. You could you could see the Heat slowing the game down, trying to pick apart a defense, uh, be sure they're buckets, and try to keep LeBron and the, the Lakers from running and gunning and getting away from the game. So I t- I'm not touching anything tonight in the game. If you do, that's on you. Uh, i just not a big fan of the NBA game tonight. It just, it's bit me twice so far in the series. Here's what I do have for tonight. The ball has been flying out of the park. I see. It seems like every game, we have. I mean, we got we got Stanton for the Yankees. He's had three home runs, eight RBIs. He hit a grand slam in game one. He hit, he hit two home runs last night. This guy is on fire. But I feel like the ball is just flying on. We talked yesterday about the possibility that did baseball secretly bring back the juiced ball that they finally admitted to a year or two ago. I mean, you gotta you gotta think. Baseball playoffs competing with NBA finals. There's a possibility. I mean, you got to get some attention. You got people talking. I mean, nobody's going to talk about that one nothing, two one, two nothing game in baseball when the NBA finals are going on. But people will talk about how Akun or Stanton are hitting bombs out of the park, and it might draw some attention to people watching. So I could see where this happened, and baseball just secretly did it. So here's what I have for tonight: Marlins, Braves, Game Two. Both teams swinging the bat extremely well. Uh, the Braves finally picked it up in game two of the first round of the playoffs. The Marlins are just, I think they're kind of flying under the radar and expectations, but they are playing well. They're swinging the bat well. So are the Braves. I like over nine runs in this game tonight. Not because just these two teams have put up numbers. The game one, they both, the teams combined for 14 runs. I just think baseball in general right now, they're trying to – I think they brought back the juice ball. I'm just going to admit it. I think they brought it back. It helps it helps viewerships. It helps draw attention. NBA finals are ending. That's going to be the next best thing. We got football issues with more people testing positive for COVID. Baseball's trying to do their thing, get the attention. I like the over nine, nine runs in that game. I think it's nine. Actually, it's eight and a half. I'm sorry. Marlins Braves, over eight and a half. Take that. Marlins Braves over eight and a half, uh, even better. So I do like that. That's going to be my first pick of the night. My second pick is A's Astros over nine runs. Now, hear me out. Did Oakland 
burn us yesterday? Absolutely. I had Oakland scoring over four runs yesterday. I thought they would score at least five, and we would cover. The Astros are swinging the bats well, even though they don't have trash cans. But I really feel like the bullpen is playing over their head for Houston. I, I just don't see a continued pattern of the A's not putting up runs. So I like the A's-Astros over nine runs tonight, which is actually higher than the Marlins and Braves. So I like the A's-Astros over nine. Those are the two games I'm going with tonight. You could possibly even consider going for the Yankees game. Yankees raise over. I'm not sure what the over-under is for that tonight. But while doing some research, they've scored a lot of runs. The two teams have combined for 14 home runs in two games and have scored 12 runs in each game. I believe the over-under there, I think, is like eight or nine. That might not be a bad pick if you want to throw something out there. I just kind of went with the other two. I don't. I try to stay away. I'm a Miami Yankees fan. I don't want to bet with my heart, so I'm going to stay away from that game for now. I, they did help me out in game one. I'm not going to lie. But those are my two picks for tonight. Uh, good luck. Be sure to check us out at threestarrecruits.com for all the sports betting articles. Usually comes out on Friday for weekend football. Also check it out, the Weekly Breeze with Obey Breezy for your daily fantasy DraftKings lineup advice. You can follow him at Obey underscore Breezy on Twitter for your up-to-date picks and advice. Good luck tonight, guys. Bet responsibly.